Voices of Today presents The White House from Without, In by Stephen Leacock Narrated by Ron Altman The White House from Without, In Being Extracts from the Diary of a President of the United States Monday Rose early Swept out the White House cooked breakfast, prayers, sat in the garden reading my book on congressional government. What a wonderful thing it is! Why doesn't Congress live up to it? Certainly a lovely morning. Sat for some time thinking how beautiful the world is. I defy anyone to make a better afterwards determined to utter this defiance publicly and fearlessly, shall put in list of fearless defiances for July speeches, shall probably use it in Oklahoma. 9.30 a.m. Bad news. British ship torpid, torpedoed by a torpedo. Tense atmosphere all over Washington retreated instantly to the pigeon-house and shut the door. I must think, at all costs, and no one shall hurry me. 10 a.m. Have thought. Came out of pigeon-house. It is all right. I wonder I didn't think of it sooner. The point is perfectly simple. If Admiral Tirpitz torpedoed the torpid with a torpedo, where's the torpedo Admiral Tirpitz torped? In other words, how do they know it's a torpedo? The idea seems absolutely overwhelming. Wrote notes at once to England and to Germany. 11 a.m. Gave out my idea to the ass press. Tense feeling at Washington vanished instantly and utterly, feeling now loose. In fact, everything splendid. Money became easy at once. Marks rose. Exports jumped. Gold reserves swelled. 3 p.m. Slightly bad news. Appears there is trouble in the island of Piccolo Domingo. Looked it up on map. Is one of the smaller West Indies. We don't own it. I imagine Roosevelt must have overlooked it. An American has been in trouble there. Was refused a drink after closing time and burnt down saloon. Is now in jail. Shall send at once our latest battleship, the Woodrow. New design, both ends alike. Escorted by double-ended coal barges, the Wilson, the President, the Professor, and the Thinker. Shall take firm stand on American rights. Piccolo Domingo must either surrender the American alive, or give him to us dead. Tuesday. A lovely day. Rose early, put flowers in all the vases laid a wreath of early japonica beside my egg-cup on the breakfast-table, cabinet to morning prayers and breakfast, prayed for better guidance. 9 a.m. 
Trouble, bad trouble. First of all, Roosevelt has an interview in the morning papers in which he asks why I don't treat Germany as I treat Piccolo Domingo. Now, what a fool question. Can't he see why? Roosevelt never could see reason. Brian also has an interview. Wants to know why I don't treat Piccolo Domingo as I treat Germany? Doesn't he know why? Result, strained feeling in Washington. Morning mail, bad. 10 a.m. British Admiralty Communication. To the pigeon house at once. They offer to send piece of torpedo, fragment of ship, and selected portions of dead American citizens. Have come out of pigeon house. Have cabled back. How do they know it is a torpedo? How do they know it is a fragment? How do they know he was an American who said he was dead? My answer has helped. Feeling in Washington easier at once. General buoyancy. Loans and discounts doubled. As I expected, a note from Germany. Chancellor very explicit. Says not only did they not torpedo the torpid, but that on the day, whenever it was, that the steamer was torpedoed, they had no submarines at sea, no torpedoes in their submarines, and nothing really explosive in their torpedoes. Offers very kindly to fill in the date of sworn statement as soon as we furnish accurate date of incident. Adds that his own theory is that the torpid was sunk by somebody throwing rocks at it from the shore. Wish somehow that he had not added this argument. More bad news. Further trouble in Mexico. Appears General Villa is not dead. He has again crossed the border, shot up a saloon, and retreated to the mountains of Huahuapac's capital. Have issued instructions to have the place looked up on the map, and send the whole army to it, but without in any way violating the neutrality of Mexico. Late cables from England. Two more ships torpedoed. American passenger lost. Name of Roosevelt. Christian name, not Theodore, but William. Cabled expression of regret. Wednesday. Rose sad at heart. Did not work in garden. Tried to weed a little grass along the paths, but simply couldn't. This is a cruel job. How was it that Roosevelt grew stout on it? His nature must be different from mine. What a miserable nature he must have. Received delegations from Kansas on the prospect of the corn crop. They said the number of hogs in Kansas will double. Congratulated them. From Idaho on the blight on the root crop. They say there will soon not be a hog left in Idaho. Expressed my sorrow. From Michigan, beet sugar growers urging a higher percentage of sugar in beets. Took firm stand. Said I stand where I stood and I stood where I stand. They went away dazzled and delighted. Mail and telegrams. British Admiralty. Torpid incident. Send further samples. 
fragment of valise, parts of cowhide trunk, dead passengers' luggage, which, they say, could not have been made except in Nevada. Cabled that the incident is closed, and that I stand where I stood, and that I am what I am. Situation in Washington relieved at once. General feeling that I shall not make war. Second cable from England. The two new cases. Claim both ships torpedoed. Offer proofs. Situation very grave. Feeling in Washington very tense. Roosevelt out with a signed statement. What will the President do? Surely he knows what I will do. Cables from Germany. Chancellor, now positive as to torpid, sworn evidence that she was sunk by someone throwing a rock. Sample of rock to follow. Communication also from Germany regarding the new cases. Draws attention to fact that all of the crews who were not drowned were saved. An important point. Assures this government that everything ascertainable will be ascertained, but that pending juridical verification, any imperial exemplification must be held categorically allegorical. How well these Germans write! Thursday, a dull morning, up early and read Congressional Government, breakfast, prayers. We prayed for the United States, for the citizens, for the Congress, both houses, especially the Senate, and for the Cabinet. Is there anyone else? Trouble. Accident to naval flotilla en route to Piccolo Domingo. The new battleship, the Woodrow, has broken down. Fault in structure. Tried to go with both ends first. Appeared impossible. Went sideways a little, and is sinking. Wireless from the barges, the Wilson, the Thinker, and others. They are standing by. They wire that they will continue to stand by. Why on earth do they do that? Shall cable them to act. Feeling in Washington gloomy. Friday. Rose early and tried to sweep out the White House. Had little heart for it. The dust gathers in the corners. How did Roosevelt manage to keep it so clean? An idea! I must get a vacuum cleaner! But where can I get a vacuum? Took my head in my hands and thought. Problem solved! Can get the vacuum all right. Good news! Via dead again. Feeling in Washington relieved. Trouble! Ship torpedoed. News just came from the French government. Full-rigged ship, the Ping Yan, sailing out of Ping Pong, French Cochin, China, and cleared for Hoorah, Indo-Arabia. No American citizens on board, but one American citizen with ticket left behind on wharf at Ping Pong. Claims damages. Complicated case. Feeling in Washington much disturbed. Sterling exchange fell and wouldn't get up. French Admiralty urged treaty of 1778. German Chancellor admits torpedoing ship, but denies that it was full-rigged. 
captain of submarine, drew picture of ship as it sank, his picture unlike any known ship of French navy. Saturday, a day of trouble. Villa came to life and crossed the border. Our army looking for him in Mexico. Inquiry by a wire. Are they authorized to come back? General Carranza asks leave to invade Canada. Piccolo Domingo expedition has failed. The Woodrow is still sinking. The President and the Thinker cable that they are still standing by, and will continue to stand where they have stood. British Admiralty sending shipload of fragments. German Admiralty sending shipload of affidavits. Feeling in Washington depressed to the lowest depths. Sterling sinking. Marks falling. Exports dwindling. An idea. Is this job worth while? I wonder if Billy Sunday would take it. Spent the evening watering the crocuses. Whoever is here a year from now is welcome to them. They tell me that Hughes hates crocuses. Water them very carefully. Sunday. Good news. Just heard from Princeton University. I am to come back, and everything will be forgiven and forgotten. You have been listening to The White House from Without In by Stephen Leacock Narrated by Ron Altman This recording may be freely downloaded and distributed as long as Voices of Today is credited as the author. It may not be used for commercial purposes or distributed in an edited or remixed form. For further information about Voices of Today, or to explore its catalogue, please visit voicesoftoday.org. Thank you for listening.